Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast, where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and up-level your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I'm here to be your guide. So let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast. It has been a wild couple of months and particularly days for me for so many reasons. And it's actually what inspired me in terms of what I wanted to speak with you all about today. And that is the concept of intuition and being a highly sensitive individual. So for my whole life, I have definitely been described as what you would call sensitive. And oftentimes this label was kind of slapped on me with kind of a negative connotation. Um, You know, I've had friends even in adulthood say, you know, geez, you're so sensitive with the tone and the subtext being like, stop it, you're being annoying. And for a while, I truly took that to heart and tried to tone myself down. Well, that day is gone, my friends, (laughs) because if I have learned anything over the past few months... It is that being a highly intuitive and sensitive person is not only a good thing, it is a superpower that makes me who I am and is taking my life and my career to levels I never could have imagined. So if you consider yourself a sensitive or intuitive person, or maybe you've been told that you are, this episode is absolutely for you. And if you feel like maybe you're not or you aren't sure, I encourage you to keep listening and see what you learn. So let's dive in. <laughs> so to me, a being a sensitive or intuitive person means that you have a heightened awareness of other energies around you. And this can be the case kind of at different levels. So for some, they're really keenly aware of when someone in the room is upset or having a certain emotion, even if they haven't expressed it, like they can just kind of feel it. And for others, they get what I call are like intuitive hits about people or circumstances that tend to guide decisions and relationships and all kinds of things. And then for others still, being highly intuitive or sensitive means that they can actually feel or hear or even see spirits that are not of the the living human variety. And maybe they even receive messages or cues or guidance around various aspects of life. So I am one such person that actually falls into all of these categories. And it's taken many years to not only understand what all of this is, but actually how to appreciate it and harness it so that I can really tap into the depth of my true inner power. So first and foremost, I want to say that if you fall into any of these categories I just mentioned, if you are an empath or an intuitive or a highly sensitive person living in today's society, I salute you. (laughs) Because with the amount of interaction we have, even in COVID times, 
And, you know, the amount of media we're exposed to and the amount of challenges facing our world every single day, it can feel a bit or a lot overwhelming at times to be this tuned in. And so the purpose of this episode is really to teach you that it doesn't have to be overwhelming all the time. In fact, it doesn't have to be overwhelming at all. You don't have to turn yourself off or lock yourself in your house or believe other people's judgments about you just because you're sensitive. Because your abilities are your superpower just as much as mine are. And if you can learn to really fine-tune yourself and connect with your deep inner wisdom in a clear and intentional way, it doesn't have to be scary or intimidating anymore. It can actually be this untapped or eventually tapped source of power and inner strength and excitement and possibility. So with that being said, I want to take some time today to give you guys some practical tips to get you started on this journey of fine-tuning and honing your abilities. And just know that this is only the beginning. There are so many ways to tap into your intuition and utilize it in a way that's aligned and that creates more abundance in all areas of life. But for the purposes of today, I just want to share a few of them just to get you started. You know, for those of you who know that you have intuitive abilities or you feel like you're an empath and you feel overwhelmed by the world sometimes and you just need a place to begin, this is for you. And for those of you who have, you know, started to hone that craft, this can also be for you because learning and relearning the same lessons over and over only deepens the experience and deepens your understanding of how to access it. So, all right, let's get started with the steps. Number one, get aware about your intuition. So awareness and intentionality are the first steps to any exploration of self or process of growth. And so it's really crucial to begin by acknowledging with love and compassion and curiosity your sense of intuition and sensitivity. And, you know, like I said before, so many sensitive people out there are trying to shut down this side of them. And if this is who you are, I am here to tell you that it's not going anywhere. It'll keep knocking on the door, no matter how hard you try to fight it. And so I really encourage you to open the door and let it in for a nice long stay. And it might feel a little energetically intense at first, and that's okay. Just allow yourself to sit and be present with your feelings and emotions and tune-ins. Do some deep breathing or meditation, see what comes up, and observe it with as much presence and open-mindedness as you can. Because the more you start to practice this, the easier it's going to become to get comfortable with it and know that it's not going anywhere and see that as a positive thing and a, a thing you can take forward with you into every aspect of your life. So number two is get connected with your own body and energy and take care of it. This is a big one, my friends. If you're going to take the step of living into your intuitiveness, it is vastly important that you are connected with your own body and your own energy. So Often we feel overwhelmed as empaths because we don't have the energetic boundaries or self-care practices set in place 
to make sure that we're tending ourselves and not taking on too much. So establishing this is vital. So from an energetic boundaries perspective, you know, there's a million different things you can do. I like to do meditations where I place my hands over each of my chakra centers. And if you're not familiar with the cho- uh, the main chakra centers, just Google it. They're on there. Um, but I really like to place them over my hands over each of these energy centers because they're such a deep place of power and intuition and connection. And I like to do some deep breathing and affirmation and just release. Um, I also really like to visualize my body being filled up with a warm white light each morning. Um, That's one that I learned in acupuncture school when I was having trouble with energetic boundaries with certain clients. Because if you visualize yourself being filled up with this warm white light to the point where it's almost coming out of you, like penetrating out through your fingers and toes, it gives you that visual feeling that you're so filled with light that there's not room for anything else to come in that you don't want, that you've not intentionally welcomed into your energetic field. So that's another really good one. Um, And another one is to visualize your body as kind of an empty tube or a drain so that if you do feel energy from others coming in, you can easily just allow it to simply flow down and out through your feet. Like it's, it's not sticking, it's just sliding in, sliding out sort of thing. Um, so really just, you know, those are just a couple examples of visualization exercises and maybe there's something different that works for you, but if you don't have one, I highly recommend you try one of these to start because visualization and and doing whatever you can to connect to your body is just such a great place to begin because so often we're living from the neck up, right? And so reconnecting with our body, keeping ourselves grounded and calming our minds in this way with these visualization practices are just so effective for keeping your body and mind grounded and allowing for your intuition to open up and know that you're you're not a victim to all the energy out there in the world that you might feel like is coming at you all the time. And honestly, for energetic boundaries and energetic identification as well, I highly recommend acupuncture to, you know, continue to foster your relationship with your energetic and physical body. Um, And then when it comes to self-care practices, it's, for me at least, it's all about cleansing and nurturing because as we're more likely to maybe take on other people's shit than the average person, we have to, have to, have to have a regular cleansing ritual in place. And this can look like a lot of different things, whether it's an Epsom salt bath or a cleansing visualization practice like I just mentioned or getting acupuncture or some other energy work for clearing or you know even going for a run or walk in nature to really move your body, prevent energy from stagnating and just regrounding yourself. Um, and even honestly even doing deep breathing can be incredibly cleansing. So all of that to say whatever it is you choose to do, Make sure it's something that you engage in regularly and with the intention of cleansing and purifying your being. All right, so number three, listen to your intuition always. So this one has been a big one for me recently, and it's shown up in a lot of different ways. And I know that all of you with these abilities can relate because 
for me at least, there's been so many moments in my life where I'll get hits or reads on something and then my brain will tell me that I'm crazy and I made that up and it's not actually happening. (laughs) And if this has happened to you, I am here to tell you that your brain is working exactly as it's supposed to. So thank it for its input and then continue to follow your intuitive guides. Because our brains are just so incredibly logical and calculated, and intuition is the exact opposite of that. So, of course, your brain is going to tell you it's nuts. (laughs) It's all spiritual-based and body-wisdom-based, and it's something that your mind can't conceptualize into a formula or an answer that's clear. So, with that being said, though, that doesn't mean you're crazy. It means you're gifted. So keep this piece of information in the forefront of your mind and your heart and your soul. And when you get the nudge or the hit or the whatever it is, however that shows up for you, look into it because your intuition will never lead you astray or down a path that is going to hurt somebody else. It's, it's here for your highest and best good. And so, you know, I think we can all relate to moments in life where we've had an intuitive hit and we did the exact opposite and then look back and thought, oh, damn, I I should have gone for that first original choice. It's like, you know, you, when you're taking a test when you're a kid or whatever, and you, you know, you were, you were going for B, but then you question yourself and you go for C and it was actually B. Oh, it was actually B. You know what that was? That was your intuition. (laughs) And also probably all the things you studied, but a lot of it was your intuition. So that's just an example, but that is spirit talking, my friends. And so I encourage you to start practicing really tuning in and feeling those nudges and following them, even when you're not sure where they'll lead you. Because sometimes our intuition will tell us to go this path instead of that one. But this path, there's a lot of unknown and I don't know what's going to happen. And you know, it's very possible for our minds to work us up into a frenzy about all the what ifs and the unknowns and the fears and the doodads and flim flams. And I encourage you when all of those doodads and flim flams, I don't know why I just, why that is the word of the day, but when all of those things come up, I encourage you to lean into it anyway and know that it is your intuition speaking and It's leading you in the right direction for a reason. All right, number four, make sure that you are connecting and fostering relationships with other intuitive people. So, you know, everybody has, everybody has an intuition and everyone has the ability to follow an intuition. And some of us are definitely more energetically sensitive than others. And It doesn't mean we can't engage with people who are as sensitive as us because it's not like once you decide that you're in or realize that you're an intuitive person, it's not like you have to go shut out everybody who's not, you know, deeply energetically aligned. That's not what I'm saying. It just means that we need to make sure we have some quality time in place with people who are in that same more sensitive, intuitive, energetic vibration. Because connecting with other people who have similar abilities and sharing about it is in terms of like what your experiences have been or practices you're doing or, you know, 
jobs you're looking into to utilize these skills. It's such a rich and wonderful thing to do for your heart and for your spirit. And having that connection and that excitement and motivation and empowerment is going to encourage you to continue diving into these gifts and see what you can offer the world because of it. And honestly, get to know everybody because you never know where connections like that might lead. That's been a huge one for me this year is connecting with more like-minded woo-woo friends because it, it has just fostered such a sense of joy for me and it's helped me to feel so deeply understood um, and that's you know helped me to let my light shine even brighter. So I encourage that as well. And number five, look into ways to utilize your intuitive gifts. So people that are highly sensitive are typically led towards helping or healing professions, which is great. Follow your intuition to do that. And if you're not in that place yet, it may be a good time to start examining how you spend your days and how you can use your intuitive abilities in the world. Because when we're channeling our abilities into something that fuels us and brings love and light and healing into the world, it creates expansion and growth within ourselves and those around us. And so once you've done these other steps I just mentioned, I highly encourage you to take your intuition and do do a little breathing, do a little meditation with it around how to, you know, add those aspects into your career or your home life or both and see where it takes you. Because whether it is in your career or your passion projects or your relationships or somewhere else, using your gift and shining it out into the world is not only going to create opportunities that you may never have thought possible, but it's really going to help you connect back with your true essence in the most authentic and lovely way. So all of that to be said, I, I really hope that these beginning steps were helpful. And if while you've been listening to this, you've been feeling a little nervous or your palms are feeling a little sweaty, when you think about stepping into your truest sensitive nature and really embracing it, I highly recommend you consider joining me in my soul coaching, soul connection coaching program, excuse me, um, because I built this program for people just like you who are looking to shine a light into their shadow sides and to really discover their innate gifts in an authentic way and then utilize them to empower themselves to create whatever kind of life they want. And it's, it's such a beautiful, safe space that we create together of powerful vulnerability and empowerment and inspiration. And it's really one of the greatest joys of my life to help people move through life in a magnificently authentic way. And if we all show up as our truest innate selves, just think about how much more light and love that could be cast out into the world. And we all know what kind of a ripple effect that has. So go out there, shine your light bright, and be brave. The world needs you and your intuition. And until next time, namaste, my friends. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you would subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review. It is my goal to spread as much healing energy and education as possible. 
and every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening, and until next time, namaste.